You're listening to Something Real, Something to Think About. This week's sermon is called Teach Us to Pray. Now, prayer itself seems like a pretty broad topic and something we talk about a lot and we bring up a lot. But in Luke chapter 11, which we're going to be talking about this week, Jesus makes it very clear how we are to pray. And that's really the basis of all this other discussion about prayer, because it's coming directly from him. So Rich is going to get a little bit more into that in our discussion uh, and this little preview for Sunday's sermon. So here's Teach Us to Pray. Okay, so prayer <laughs> seems like kind of the basis of everything. Yeah, so that's it's pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty broad topic, and, and it's... You know, I don't think I've ever done a sermon specifically on prayer before. Really, that's uh, surprising. I probably have. Um, well, <laughs> it's hard I, to avoid. In fact, I'm, I'm sure that I have because um, we've preached through some books where it is addressed, and right. preached through. This is the last of the four gospels for me. I've uh, preached through the other three previously, so I'm sure that I have. But very rarely have we done something that specifically just focuses on prayer. Because so much of what we're talking about, the the um, just the nature of prayer, it's can I say assumed? It's sort of implicit. Yes, it's in the background. Okay. We see a lot of prayer. Uh, we see a lot of descriptions of prayer, but we don't see a lot of here's what prayer is. And so now we're. I in wish place. we would because a lot of people have a lot of questions, including well, myself. <laughs> hopefully, we can work some of that right. out uh, this week because Luke is dealing with that in chapter eleven. Uh, starts out, you know, very straightforward. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. So there it is. Okay. They had the same kind of a thing. <laughs> right. And, I, and, and my feeling, my take from just the framing of the question is that they had a lot of the same struggles with what prayer is, just ontologically. What is the essence of prayer? What is the, the meaning of it? How does this work that we have where they would um, get tied into to formula, into the mode of prayer, what are the things I should say, and so on. And we've done that, which what's one of the things that's hilarious to me, and I say hilarious in the sense of horribly tragic, is that we've turned what we call the Lord's Prayer, or what many folks would call uh, Christ's example prayer, we've turned that into a formula, which is exactly the opposite of everything that he's telling us. So as we're looking at this, we'll work through Luke's, um, his kind of a condensed form of, uh, of the Lord's Prayer. So uh, he says, uh, Jesus says to them, when you pray... Say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. And then he, he goes into some examples. He gives us like a short parable of prayer and how this kind of thing works. And then he talks about the, the nature of relationship in prayer. And he describes God as a, a perfect, one might say a good, good father, uh, that could be a song that comes up on Sunday. Uh, but because God is the perfect Father, He doesn't give us bad gifts. He gives us good gifts. And so when we pray, He wants us to be, uh, as the NIV renders it here, shamelessly audacious. All right, because of your shameless audacity, He will answer the prayer. That there's, there's something powerful in us, in the relationship, when we approach God with boldness 
because of the relationship. And, and looking back at what we talked about in Luke 10, everything hinges on the reality of Christ. So when we, when we have that reality as the foundation of our relationship, not a, a set of principles as a foundation for a religion, but, but knowing Jesus is. It's not that you know we've created him, not some figure that we're looking at. He is who he is. And the Father is the, the Father. There is one God, and God is real. He's, he is at the center and foundation of everything that exists. And it only exists because he made it to exist. It only continues because he makes it to continue. So therefore, as the Lord of all reality, when we speak to God asking him to do things, he can do anything. So we need to make sure that we understand how this works in relationship, not as a, you know, a vending machine or a, you know a magic formula we have the right incantations that's what that's what the spiritist religions do if we you know have the right forms of incense and and you know chant and dance and and say the right words then this tribal god will will give us the right sort of harvest you know we'll have the fertility of our crops and our our wives will bear you know countless children who are male warriors or you know who, all these different things that that have been part of tribal religions and we've made that same kind of thing happen in our approach to the religion of Christianity and the practice of prayer but the fact of it is we've swung the other way in our very very relaxed approach to life that uh boy that five minutes went really quickly didn't it uh that that you know, it's like there are no rules. You know, we talked about that in our last episode. There, you know, there's no rules. We just go out there and, you know, I just talk to God however I want. Jesus is my, he's my homeboy. God is my my big guy upstairs, my buddy who's just waiting to give me stuff. That's not how it works either. So we'll take a look at that together. Finding that balance and the, the reality, essentially. Getting to the reality. Really yep. We want to get past all of the trappings and all of the, the stuff of our contemporary way of thinking and get down to what does God think? And what does God say? And when we can connect with him in reality, he wants us to communicate with him. How does that look? That's what we'll talk about. All right. So we will talk more about that on Sunday, and we'll post that right here after, after the sermon's over. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back on Sunday to hear the full sermon, and then again on Tuesday as we discuss it a little more. Remember, if you have any questions or comments about what we're talking about any week, you can leave us an email at somethingreal at reallifeonline.org, or if you use the Anchor app to listen to your podcast, you can leave us a voicemail right there and we'll include it in one of the episodes. You can also check us out on Facebook. Just search Real Life Community Church, and we're located in Three Oaks, Michigan. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.